Welcome to UCS Investment Company, our daily stock hunt. This is our first episode that we're actually doing on Blog Talk Radio. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, we're hoping over the next uh, coming years that uh, our episodes, we will produce some of the greatest uh, talk radio when it comes to adding value to your portfolio. One of the things, uh, we're just going to just get right into it and we want to just talk about, first thing we're going to cover is a mutual fund. Uh, the mutual fund we would like to cover is called American Century Large Company Value Investment Fund. The symbol is ALVIX. It's currently trading at $10.41 a share. Uh, it's up $0.58 cents today. Uh, this is a, a fund recommended by uh, one of Morningstar analysts. Uh, analysts, uh, according to according to the analysts, is that um, the fund had not performed well in the past. However, um, they've made a number of strategy changes in recent recent years, and so what what Mr. Carlson, the Morningstar analyst, is suggesting that. You should disregard its prior record uh, and look at its current team and the investment process that they're using. Um, it's a value or all cap fund, meaning that it receives a, a, a silver star rating from uh, from um, um, from Morningstar. And here's, I think, one of the the things that I like about the fund. There's two things I like about the fund. One. It's a really stable strategy. The company has invested at least 87% uh, of the company's fund is in the U.S. stock market. They've got some U.S. stock bonds, about 10%, and about 3% of the portfolio is in cash. But I think uh, I think one of the uh, things I like about this fund is their top holdings. Uh, a little bit more than the top holding is in Procter Gamble, Verizon Communications, P Pfizer, Schlumberger uh, Limited, and Johnson and Johnson. At least 16.17% of their of the portfolio fund holding is in uh, some pretty pretty good, pretty 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 good uh, companies. It's got a sustainability rating of high, category large value, um, and here's a breakdown of the top sectors, 23.44% uh, in the financial services, 19.66% in healthcare, 14.28% in energy, 12.86% uh, of the fund, of the fund uh, money is in consumer defensive, and 8.85% is in industrial. Uh, Morningstar, I think it's a good long-term prospect, and it's a pretty good safe fund if you're not looking for uh, uh, increased volatility or you're just looking to, to go for the long-term without, the, uh, without the, the normal day volatility you would see in the market. I personally think this is a very good fund for someone who doesn't uh, like to take risk, uh, who you know who can't stand the risk. You're possibly uh, in that uh, late stage 
of thinking about retirement, meaning you're possibly anywhere between 56 to maybe 60 years old and you want to you want to still participate in the market, but you don't you don't want to wake up in the morning and see a huge plunge. <laughs> you don't want to see a, a huge plunge in your in your retirement holdings. Minimum investment in this fund is twenty five hundred twenty five hundred dollars. Uh, it's got a total assets of under uh, nine hundred million dollars. Uh, very low uh, expense fee. If you're interested in getting this fund. Uh, feel free to call us uh, 1-866-801-3959 to speak with uh, an advisor of the day. That would be me. And uh, I'm willing to discuss this fund and any other fund that you might be interested in possibly taking a look at and adding value to your portfolio. We're going to move right from there. We're going to head into, uh, we just want to talk of, uh, of course, our favorite the Oracle of Omaha, Warren Buffett. Uh, so today, Warren Buffett added, uh, there is a report out on some of the moves that he's made uh, recently. And uh, of course, he continues to buy Apple, uh, raising the stake from 239 million shares to 251 million share. Uh, another couple a couple uh, issues that I see on on this particular list, uh, especially in the airline industry. I've, I've always thought thought the airline industry is uh, an industry that's really risky, really volatile, and the volatility comes from, of course, uh, fuel. You know, airlines pay quite a bit of their operating expenses in fuel. And, uh, and of course, that market has been pretty volatile over the last 15 to 20 years. Uh, they're also subject to lots of regulations. Uh, uh, many of the airlines uh, 10, 15 years ago were quite bloated with uh, hubs in markets, in certain markets that were, uh, that had eaten into profits and um, even though the, the industry has gone through a number of consolidations over the years, uh, it's still pretty tough. Uh, it's still pretty tough to to make money in that industry. However, uh, uh, Buffett has actually taken two stakes in the industry uh, that Southwest Airlines symbol is LUV and Delta. And just a quick look on where they're trading today. We'll pull up a, we'll pull up a, uh, let's pull up a, a pricing and we'll see, we'll see what, what, what Delta Airlines is trading at today. And uh, maybe we could probably just take a, another quick look at, uh, we'll take a quick look and see, uh, what the what the stocks of those companies have been doing so here we go Delta Airlines uh, the stock is currently trading at fifty four dollars and ninety nine cents today uh, we've got a I'm looking at the weekly trading chart of the stock uh, and it looked 
like the stock has been trading in a range of $53 a share to uh, about 52 it's been trading between uh, I'm sorry $50 and a low of $50 and 72 cents to a high of $53 and 98 cents uh, it's been trading in that range since January of this year so um, as far as uh, this stock being uh, something that we believe well, I believe that can add value. This is not a stock that I follow. Uh, however, it's a stock that Warren Buffett has actually believed in because he's raised his stake from 53 million shares to 63 million shares. And uh, just to give you a quick, just a quick look at the numbers, uh, uh, cash flow per share, $3.48 a share. It's got a dividend yield of 2.9%. Price the book three, which isn't too bad. Uh, current ratio of zero point four. Uh, revenue uh, revenue forty three billion dollars. I believe that's correct. And uh, net income. Oh, net income. Net income. Net income. Available to common. I don't think. Well, let, let's go down. Let's, let's go down to actual what management numbers are more. Let's go down to management effectiveness, at least that group. So return on average as is 6.5%. Return on average equity, 26.4%. Return on investment, 9.7%. It's got a revenue change from the most recent quarter one year ago of 9.6%. It's got a five-year average earnings per share growth rate of 34.1%. So obviously, there is value to owning this stock. Uh, and, and again, Warren Buffett thinks so. So I, I guess the thinking is, is what, if it's good enough for Warren Buffett and his investors, it could be good enough for you. Next stock, is, next stock up on this is uh, Southwest Airlines. Let's take a look at this stock, and let's see what. Uh, let's let's take a look at the numbers, and let's see uh, what this stock is doing as far as um, as far as trading. That stock is also up. Uh, it's uh, trading today, sixty dollars and six cents a share. It's been trading in a high of uh, a prior close of fifty eight. Uh, we're looking back at January, the beginning of the year, and uh, it's been hovering between $68 a share to $52 a share. It's been trading in that range since, uh, uh, we'll say, since January 17th. Uh, looking at the numbers, let's take a look at the quick numbers on this one. It's got a normalized P of 17.15, 17. 1.5, a price of book of 3.4, meaning it's trading three times, four times its book value. Its price of cash flow is 10, it's trading 10 times its cash flow. Um, gross margins, pretty pretty decent margins, net margin, gross margins of 67.5%, net profit margins of 10.3%. Let's look at management effectiveness on this stock. 
8.6% return on average assets, return on average equity 23.5%, return on investment 12.2%. And uh, most recent quarter revenue changed 0.2%. So they're kind of, uh, they haven't had much of a revenue change, uh, but the earnings per share growth rate over the last five years has been averaging 43.8%. So, you know, if it's good enough for Warren Buffett and the shareholders, it could be good enough for you and your portfolio. And of course, again, we don't own any of those those two stocks, but just looking at the numbers and looking at why they may be good buys, we believe these two stocks could add value to your portfolio. And then moving right along, Moving right along to our next, uh, our next and final uh, 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 talk, we want to talk about a. This is a internet stock. I don't know if you, uh, if if anyone has found this is now. This is a stock that we follow. We follow this stock. We follow this stock. The name of the stock, a company is called Roku. And uh, it's in the consumer cyclical sector. It's an audio-video product. But we believe this stock may be something that, uh, that could not only add value to your portfolio, but it can add long-term value to your portfolio because the stock has really been doing extremely well over the last, uh, the last two quarters. Uh, it's currently trading a price book 27 times its book value. Uh, its book value is two bucks a share. But here's why we believe uh, the company may add long-term value to your portfolio. Well, the company originally started off as an equipment manufacturer of uh, um, TV products where you know you, you you take that stick sort of like a usb stick and you plug it in and uh, you can stream you know a huge part of the market now is moving from cable tv bundling package to where they can stream content well initially the company made its own kind of proprietary desktop box or the stick and then of course you just stick it in your tv and then you're able to stream content through the Roku platform. However, the company has transitioned from a equipment platform company to an actually to an actual software company for your TV or an operating system for your TV. So when you, let's say you go to Best Buy, you buy a Roku stick. So the Roku stick, you get the Roku stick, you stick it in your TV, and it now gives you access to hundreds and thousands of channels and packages from everybody. Roku earns a piece of that in addition to their proprietary channel where they offer free TV. Now the numbers don't look good. As a matter of fact, if you looked at the numbers from a, from a, a startup standpoint, the company went public not too long ago, about a year, about a year ago, and uh, at $16, $17 a share, the stock recently traded as high as $60 a share. Well, we believe this stock has room to go, and analysts are projecting the stock is possibly valued somewhere between uh, 
somewhere between uh, 67 to 60 68 dollars a share the stock is trading today at uh, 54.61 uh, we are a buyer of the stock we do own we do own a uh, position in the stock and we continue to build it because we believe that uh, as the as the content or the streaming crowd picks up where consumers continue to move to move to the platform or the idea that they don't have to be locked into any kind of contract or or equipment or equipment deals or anything like that they can just take a small little stick sticking in their TV and it gives them access to TV that they want or any kind of movie or entertainment uh, program and platform that they want at their price we think this is going to continue to pick up steam and it's going to be a boom for a company like Roku to the point where we believe Roku could become one either a buyout target or increases its revenues it's projecting to do around 700 to 800 million dollars for the year but we're thinking it can easily surpass that and uh, it could position itself for a pretty nice buyout target if one of the big uh, content uh, internet producers um, move fast enough that's it for today uh, thank you for joining in Stay tuned for our next episode tomorrow at the same time, 1.30 p.m., where we'll bring you uh, three or four companies or ideas or stocks in the news that we believe can add value to your portfolio or make you money. If you're interested in any additional information on a stock, a bond, ETF, mutual fund, give me a call. My name is Rick. I'm the advisor of the day at one 866 801-3359. Thank you for joining us and have a great day.